0: To give that some thought.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. That's right. Uh, my name is Addison. Joining me is my co-host, Matthew, Doctor Matt, as he is now known. Hits too. 2
1: two. I'm not not a real doctor.
0: Uh, well, we don't have to, we
1: don't have to uh, well, I'm a doctor of love. <laughs> I'm a doctor of love and Xbox no, it's, and stag beer.
0: <laughs> the best kind of doctors. Yeah, I would I would go to the doctor more often. If if they were if they were doctors yeah. of that nature,
1: yeah, the, the 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 medical department of of beer, weed, and cigarettes. Yeah,
0: yeah, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Um,
1: the doctor of alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Mm, uh. Yeah. No. Well, my <clears throat> diagnosis that you need to buy AK forty seven. You need. Uh, you, you need. You need to. To uh, m- to cook some crystal meth using mm-hmm. the shake and bake method,
0: mm-hmm. and, in, a, in a Walmart
1: preferably, In a Walmart parking lot. And you need to uh, you need to start smoking unfiltered cigarettes, preferably Chesterfields. Chesterfields with that cool mellow flavor, it's perfect for any social engagement. Chesterfield for when you want to do it.
0: I uh... Chesterfield,
1: just do it. That's mm-hmm. where that slogan just originally came from. Judge feels uh, and like then Nike
0: bought him out. Yeah, yeah. Big corporate dicks. Mm-hmm. You, you've heard the story. You heard when um, um, after Zach Galifianakis was popular in the first Hangover movie. Do yeah. you hear what happened when, when Nike tried to <laughs> tried I, to sign I him? I think so. Maybe they tried to sign him for something. He meant it was in his Rolling Stone article uh-huh. because they were talking about just like how he doesn't care about anything. Like he lives on a farm. Uh, the guy that's doing the interview is like, do you know how much you made off of Hangover One and Two? It was it was when Three was going to come out, and he, he's like, he's like, no, he's yeah. like, I know, he's like, I have a Bank of America account that my guy who handles my money puts thirty thousand dollars a month in, and th- and that's all I really know. Yeah, <laughs> but no, he so, so Nike came to him and they he he went in and they did like this conference call with you know the board or whatever whoever, and he he walked in and he was like. Are you guys still having, like, seven-year-olds make your shoes? <laughs> and then just, and it's nothing, and then just walked out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, yeah, welcome to Give That Some Thought. You have some news to report, Matt. Do I? I don't know if you remember or not, but uh, several episodes back. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Several episodes back, we shared, yes, please, please uh, locate the associated... Items in question And turn off your <laughs> ringtone No For
1: fuck's sake No We got interrupted By a personal call Addison took on speakerphone That's not true uh, It was about 30, it- 30 minutes From one of his mistresses 23
0: minutes um, And she's not
1: a mistress mm, Well
0: She's a mistress to be That's, that's a girl who, who you know That won't sleep with you And we <laughs> We uh
1: we, we 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 postponed The beginning of the show
0: I You were watching TV I, Whatever dude I,
1: It's the normal Whatever The man. game is on in the background While we record it's my that day is off, per the
0: usual. Yeah, no. I want to watch the game. Well, the only reason we're doing it's it today All-Star is because you pissed on last night. Just so you know,
1: because I had I the AC at work yeah, was It was warm at work on a day when the heat <laughs> index got to 112, and I was stuck I, in a kitchen. It was seriously. I, I took I took my laser thermometer and pointed it around the kitchen. It was 104 degrees on that line. <laughs> yes, <forget it. laughs> no, I no it. joke. I believe it. Yeah, and I was sweating all day and just freaking exhausted. So I, I get it. I get it. Okay, I fell asleep okay. on the car ride home, dude.
0: Well, 23 minutes of on a on a 12-minute car my ride home personal phone I fell call. asleep. I don't think, you know, you postponed. It's it's what we do, man. We, anyway, we somebody a sent us schedule.
1: somebody sent us a picture of a of a poop. Of well, a duty. Yes. No. Sent me a picture of a poop. Yes, because you gave out your number several yeah. episodes back. Episode 53, I think it was. So almost 20 episodes ago.
0: Wait, really? Yeah.
1: It was no, it might have been 58. It was in the 50s though. Oh wow! Because after, after I forgot this duty, I went back and I looked.
0: Okay, I checked it. <laughs> was it in the show notes? Which one we gave it out on?
1: Um, it was you alluded to it, but not like specifically. Oh, not so, specifically. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I had to actually listen to a couple to see. figure it out. But it was in the last part of the episode. 58. Yeah. So let me
0: see uh, the duty in question, if you would, Matt. Yes, Matt received a picture. That... <laughs> <laughs> now, in this person's defense, that is a clean toilet. Yeah, a no, duty it's aside, a very. Uh, it's a clean.
1: It's cleaner than my toilet. Yeah,
0: duty aside, it is a very clean toilet. I'll. I'll it's probably
1: cleaner than your toilet too.
0: I'll give our uh, our, our sender in question. Now wait. Okay. I'm going to read the conversation, for sure, our listeners. Sure. So, there's an incoming text mm-hmm. with said picture of duty
1: from a dumb number. I don't know. Yes, never seen it before. In your yeah, and there's now, no that's a St. Louis number though.
0: It is. Yeah, it's three one four. Now I will say this: there is no uh, toilet paper in the toilet, which kind of bugs me.
1: That really irks me too. I saw that almost because. But but here's here's the thing: I'm thinking it's probably the guy probably wipes before he gets up. You know, so the butt cheeks don't come together uh-huh. um, and just smush everything. Or, you know, he's a he's a clean pooper, which, you know, it just... <laughs> or well, he wanted to get the picture of the poop with the toilet paper extracting it. Now, I think option number three is probably what...
0: Yeah, without the toilet yeah. paper. Yeah. Well, anyway, so there's a picture for duty. And then Matt's reply is why, period. Not a question mark, yeah. just why. Why? As if asking the universe. Yeah. And then, And then this person just said in all caps... Give that some thought. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then Matt just says, "LOL, I knew that would come back to bite me." Thanks for listening. Now, Matt, how much is this? Go- oh, I could just go through your text here. I'm not going to do that though. Hold on, my picture is Cartman. No, or you, no,
1: your picture is Kyle.
0: What the? You, by the way, you never replied to that best picture on the internet. It's, um, good, it's not. No. Uh, now, how much would it upset you, Matt, if I? W- were to tell you that I have a lead on who the pooper is.
1: Mm. I mean, go ahead and tell me. You like you? You're sitting there. Your face says that you know. So
0: Fr- friend to the show. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Friend to the show.
1: Can you give me like a secret hand signal or something?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. It's you. It's no. secretly you. No, no, no. I would. I would never send a poo. Um. But yeah, I do know who it is. Okay. Anyways, how was your week?
1: Uh <laughs> aside from duty pay. Not not bad. It was it was a regular old week.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um no, I I feel like I Excuse me. I feel like I should explain where the Dr. Matt thing came from. I came over to Matt's house last night Sunday. Sunday night. Yeah, 13th to watch True Detective, which Um, coming along nicely, (laughs) I think you and I both agreed, bit of a season low point. Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't like it. (laughs) Um, although our mutual friend Dano, by the way, pointed out, did you talk to him about it? He sent me a five page
1: text today (laughs) that I haven't responded to about. But did you read it? Yeah. Did uh, he
0: mention the Spanish, what the guy yells in Spanish? No. Uh, must be holding out on you. I'm going to read the text. Okay. I apologize for the breaking content for our listeners, Um, but this is important. Yeah, so he said, um, okay, um, well, yeah, he said, did you watch True Detective? And I said, yes, definitely the season low point. Holy bad dialogue and subpar acting, Batman. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't know. The dialogue isn't isn't as powerful or poetic as the first season, but I don't think it's trying to be. Not that I'm comparing the two at all. But season one was southern gothic, that is more straight noir. And one of the hallmarks of noir is that kind of di- dialogue.
1: Yeah. He he.
0: You can really hear it in, in in uh Frank's lines. I'm really enjoying it, and that shootout was some intense baller ass television. And I said, Yeah, the action was pretty good. And that was all I said. And then he said, right at the end before the pimp got shot, he said a couple of things in Spanish that make me wonder if they were clues. He said, escohan lo que pase, whatever. You'll have to choose what's going to happen, and la madre de la muerte me cuenta, whatever. And he said, "The mother of the dead will find me." And he said, "That's cult, bro, and that's in there for a reason." Yeah. And then I just replied and said, "Well, we'll still have to figure out who Birdman is." Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know. So I mean, there's there's still some mystery there. I think it's good TV. I think it's I think it's a cut above mm, many other things you could be watching right now. I mean, I can't. I honestly can't think of another thing that's on TV, yeah, uh, necessarily that compares. But uh, we'll see how it shakes down.
1: Here's the thing: um, <clears throat> you have instead of having one director for all eight episodes, you have multiple directors for multiple episodes, and none of them are that good. Mm-hmm. They're all terrible. Like the guy who did the first three, directed the first three episodes, is the same guy who did all all the fa- the whole Fast and Furious franchise. Okay. <sighs> Here's the thing, uh, of which you're not a fan. True Detective. Had, True Detective started out as the the season one was a a lens into seeing the occult practices of Hollywood elite. Okay, mm. that's what it was.
0: Or religious elite.
1: Same difference. Same thing. Hollywood elite and religious elite. They're the same thing. Mm. Same thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you because you can't become one of the religious elite without becoming one of the Hollywood elite. You have to be – because at that point,
0: or religion you, is a part of – Joel produce. Osteen
1: is an entertainer. He's not a pastor anymore. He crossed the border into being an ta- entertainer. Billy Graham, Creflo Dollar, all these guys, they're entertainers now. They no. work for Hollywood. They don't work for God or their church. They work for Hollywood. John Hagee, it's all about entertainment. It's all mm-hmm. about putting up a facade and making Rob people – Rob Bell. Exactly. Um, <clears throat>
0: I just had to say his name because I hate Rob Bell the, so much.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, a minister of Jesus these,
0: Christ Saying there's no
1: hell How dare he There isn't There's oh, no There's okay. no lake of fire whatever. Or fiery Whatever Whatever um,
0: There's eternal separation From God
1: Anyway uh, <laughs> So So of course so When you have A season of a tel- television show That actually exposes That those That Hollywood elite mm-hmm. um, Through a lot of the icon- uh, Iconography And stuff like that
0: Don't tell me you're going down Conspiracy road w- what what
1: I'm trying to say to you is that HBO and Hollywood thus said you can still you could still show these people using these pictures and, and these images what we're doing, but now we control it and it can't actually be anything that's compelling. It has to be terrible. I knew we were going to go down this way. Anyway, um, having the guy who did the first Fast and Furious movies direct the first it's couple on, episodes. It to
0: see it like before it happens and then to cut it off, and I just. I, Continually let us down.
1: Anyway, um, it, it true. De- this season of True Detective is is <laughs> is to me
0: the work of the Illuminati. I agree,
1: Matt. No, it's <laughs> not. There's no such thing as the Illuminati. Is proof that. Whoa, hold
0: on. So the Illuminati don't exist anymore.
1: Not as a single organization called the Illuminati. No. Uh,
0: you might have to give us an update on that. Anyways, it certainly isn't. Um, as of yet, and I, th- I think you'll agree with this because it could change. I mean, yeah. you know Birdman could come back in a big way. There's Birdman and Maskman. <laughs> the
1: direction and, the, the, the directing is is terrible, and a good director can can get a a actor like Matthew McConaughey, who's only now just trying to become a good actor and uh, actually trying, yeah. can take him mm-hmm. and somebody who isn't a great actor like Woody Harrelson, but very very good. Mm-hmm. And turn them into something even better than they they've ever Exception. been before. Okay, On, together, a good yeah. director with a good vision. Okay, yeah. he can take terrible dialogue and make it good. Okay, mm-hmm. the scene between one was, this past episode is one of the very first scenes between Frank and his wife. Yeah. Okay, it was some soap ever soap opera level style acting. Yeah, and it wasn't convincing. Some for, some prime time CBS. TV writing. Uh, okay. So you have the basement, the worst acting in the world with dialogue that's just a little bit better than the worst acting in the above world. That, yeah. Okay. And a good director can take those elements and make them better. Yeah. Okay. But that scene is proof that direction is But the magic isn't there. This is It's not.
0: Yeah, it's not no, and and that's what I was gonna say. Like, like I said, um, it could change in terms of like the 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 occult or the, or the allure and the magic. Yeah. I mean, it, it could still be there, and and with Colin Farrell's acting, I, I've actually been impressed there and unimpressed with 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 uh, Frank, uh Vince Vaughn's. And yeah, Vince I, Vaughn I, has been terrible. Well, I thought it was going to be the other way around. I thought it was going to be like Colin Farrell's a joke and Vince Vaughn no, is, actually, is actually No, Colin Farrell is a
1: good actor. Coming to bat. When he's sober. Colin <laughs> Farrell is a good actor when he's sober and when he decides to work with you. And Colin Farrell is a terrible actor. has been historically a terrible actor to work with and always drunk.
0: Mm. Well, at least in this series, I've I've enjoyed you yeah. know, it, it, like I said, I thought it was going to be the opposite.
1: You know what? I think I just figured out the the reason why they killed him off in the second episode. Mm-hmm. And then he was magically,
0: uh, yeah, rubber bullets. Yeah, yeah.
1: He was magically healed on by in five minutes within ten minutes of the third episode. Why is that? He's probably a picture for Jesus. <laughs> the whole rising from the dead. Like I honestly, I honestly think that his character died at the end of the second episode, and then
0: we're gonna find out he was dead.
1: Was resurrected.
0: Oh, re- oh, yeah. Wow. So he's
1: he's, he's he's probably an icon for Christ. <laughs> think so. So watch him to get the ultimate shaft in the end. <laughs> all
0: right. Yeah. That is how the Illuminati
1: would play it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, we'll see, though. They can't, I mean, they they can't do anything to you until they tell you about it. They have to show. They have to tell you and show you what's happening before they can do it first. Mm-hmm. That's why we see so many reflections of the occult and everything in movies and music and television and the Super Bowl and all this other stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Conspiracy Road with Matt Hume, with Dr. Matt. No, well, okay, so the Dr. Matt thing yeah, came, came over last night to yeah. watch True Detective. And you told me, I don't know how many, but it was no less than at least three, maybe two, mm-hmm. uh, stories about coworkers <laughs> and uh, their various issues. Yeah, and you having to sort them out. Nothing, nothing major. Nothing. No. nothing although the one thing really pissed me off, and I've got yeah. no vested interest at all. But oh my god! Yeah. Um. But and then and then uh, and then you mentioned to me that, that that I do that from time to time. As I know, uh, I didn't do it last night. Haven't done it recently. Other than other than little things like like what I came in saying today. Like oh, mad I miss you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just little things like that, but um. Yeah, Dr. Matt, uh, he's a bit of a therapist for his friends. The universe has decided that that is his his lot in life. It's not a lot, but it's his life. The universe and didn't
1: decide it. My mom decided it.
0: So Really? Yeah. What makes you say that, or can you get into it?
1: Uh, I can. Uh, she told me the story before. Um, so she had four miscarriages before Jean came along. Yikes. And then Jean and the doctors told her to, to stop having having babies. And then uh, Jean came yeah. along. And Jean's... Pregnancy. The pregnancy was kind of tumultuous, but the li- delivery was fine. Okay. And with me, it was the exact opposite. The pregnancy was tumultuous, or the pregnancy was uh, was fine, but the delivery um, was a nightmare. Was terrible. I I, I died like bullsh as I was being delivered. And you're fucking no, around with me. No, no. Like she prayed that to. She prayed, God, if if you let him live, he's yours.
0: You're screwing with me. I'm not. You are screwing with I'm
1: me. I'm not. So so the moment I was born, and then I came back to life somehow, don't know how. She doesn't know how.
0: Doctors didn't but know. But the doctors
1: rushed me out of the room right away, and she heard uh, something about past and comforting the mother. And then she started praying. And are then you... the doctors came back, and were like, we don't know how. You're, def-
0: you're like You're on the level right now. Yeah. Hundred percent.
1: I'm surprised I've never ter- told you the story
0: before. Uh, well, see, that's what I'm dealing with because I know. I mean, I know about your masturbatory habits. I, I, I <laughs> think I would have known. I think I would have known yeah. about this. But yeah. geez, wow, I didn't. Uh, well, no wonder. Okay. So that so I'm so already much so for me. So me I was because already... you're a very tortured man. Yeah, and you and you rarely. And this is getting deep quick. Um, he, he takes a long head off his beer. <laughs> no, you, you. <laughs> this is gonna get. This is here. Okay. Um, you have no reason to be uh, upset or suffer from any sort of anxiety. Yeah. And yet you do, and I suspect I, I couldn't. Uh, it's not my job to do, but I couldn't, and I suspect you can't put your finger on it. I I, I think that you it's a bit of a, a war with the universe, as it were, yeah. as opposed to because because no one no one has has you didn't walk in on somebody hanging from the ceiling. No, you didn't. You've never uh you've never been addicted to heroin. Yeah, you you know you don't you don't have any of the classic. Okay, there's some trauma, and yet and yet the trauma is is as I. I mean, I know you really well. The trauma is an existential sort of trauma that yeah. is that is always there, and uh, and it's it's I mean, it's fueled by your curiosity and and your wisdom mm-hmm. and your earthly wisdom. Yeah, you know, and and, and the, two, the two are different, but it's fueled by your earthly wisdom and your your curiosity to know about the world around you. And I think I think it bugs you that you can't know it deep down inside, mm-hmm. and and I think I think the source of your trauma. Is who you are And I think well, you wrestle with that more than anything in the world
1: Not so much anymore I mean, I don't know I, I, it, it ebbs and flows I, I, I come to terms with it and then I, I hate it and You certainly do and I think it. any
0: listener to this show would vouch
1: and It goes up and down and up and down uh, But here's long and short of it, when I was born um, My mom made a blood pact with the universe <laughs> My life for I shouldn't my, be laughing, I'm sorry My life for my service to it
0: You know I'm laughing at the terminology I know
1: uh my life for the, for service to the universe or god or whatever so i'm not my own i don't i don't like most people can say oh well i became a christian and gave my life to jesus never did that
0: but can't get away from it
1: yeah exactly so i'm an agnostic <laughs> who belongs to god
0: which is outside your control
1: yeah who oh, i don't necessarily uh, believe in
0: why didn't you tell me this like 10 years ago cuz i would have tuned out all the bs and
1: <laughs> well because i mean 10 years ago i didn't believe in you know blood packs and deep magic i do now (laughs) so
0: no but why didn't you tell me about this story because well actually i probably wouldn't have been a been astute enough at that point to 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 get this but but now that i know a lot of who you are makes so much sense yeah i mean (laughs) so after after i
1: was born uh all my mom's pregnancies went relatively smooth Mm. besides you know normal variables Mm -hmm. you know there were no Dead children, or you know, <laughs> that, no, almost died.
0: Statistically, that is the worst thing that can happen with a pregnancy. Yeah, but so, uh, no, My, yeah, my that, mom sa-
1: sacrificed her firstborn son so that the rest of her children could could be born. Whereas, in his early twenties, due to his own stupidity and the hardness of his siblings' hearts, he was pushed out of that family. Yeah, and now he's getting back into it.
0: You, you speak. Yes, of you. yes. What do you mean by getting back into it?
1: Well, I mean. Repairing those relationships with my
0: family. So you would say that you're you're actively doing that then?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And and how's that going?
1: Not bad. My sister, my older sister, keeps blowing me off. I keep ha- trying to have dinner with her. She keeps blowing me off for some reason. Well, I, I know not for some reason. I know she just doesn't want to do it. She just doesn't want to have hard talks and conversations that we need to have. Which is mostly me, you know, being you know.
0: Now, when you say hard talks and conversations, is that is that is that what getting, sort of making it right with everybody else? Is that what that's entailed? I see. I don't. Largely?
1: I don't necessarily feel like I have anything to apologize for, other than not being there. Because it was as soon as I started, you know, screwing up and doing all this stuff, I was gone. I was. I was. I ran away to the wilderness. Like I did not want to be around anybody else.
0: It's like the veil is lifted from my yeah. eyes, Matt. Yeah.
1: And so, so, you know, it's been it's been seven eight years, and I I still haven't. Prepared those relationships fully. Like, there's a lot of, like, my brothers were, for the most part, we're fine. Um, we're not, thing, we're not as close as no. we should be. Um, but, you know, there's a couple of my sisters and my mom, you know, I've, I haven't went through years and years and years of only seeing her a couple times a year, only talking to her a couple times a year. I knew that, the that breakfast that, was on. That sort of thing. That no. sort of thing. Okay. So it's mostly, mostly just getting and, and, and becoming friends with my family again. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to do. Um, but wow, this is you know. Anyway, long story short, uh, that's why people seem to flock towards me and 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 tell me their problems and their and their BS. Because
0: whether you like it or not, without me, you're I, a bit of God's mess. And
1: I I t- I, t- I tell you this one hundred percent, man. No, I know, uh, I know. I I do not invite it. I do not ask to hear other people's problems. Um. In fact, I'm 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 very off-putting at first. If you try to be like, man, just oh, bills are so hard to pay. I'm like, yeah, that's the nature of life. You have bills. you yep, just gotta got to buck up too. and do it and move yep, on. Yep. And then I walk away. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like if you try to if you try to to lead me into oh give me listen to my problems or listen to me bitch. if you try to lead me down that road, I immediately cut it off and I'm like, yeah, that's life. Life sucks. Ninety percent of the time, life is terrible and you want to die. It's the other ten percent that gets you through that.
0: But ninety percent, it's <laughs> and by other ten percent, like are you specifically referring to alcohol? Yeah, or five <laughs> percent
1: <laughs> alcohol, five percent weed. Oh uh, God! Uh,
0: no, uh, that explains that explains your your casual because I y- y- over the course of the time that I've known you, uh, and actually I I just watched our music video a couple days ago that yeah. we did. Oh, my God, I know it's, it's weird. So, so good, so good. Um, no, over the course of the time that I've known you, you. <laughs> You have always uh, been a certain way, but but I'll say this: you were the you were probably one of the most patient single people that I know, except for maybe like my grandma, mm-hmm. who's now dead. Well, um,
1: like patience they, is something you cultivate over time. So she had several more years on me. <laughs> she did. Plus she, she did. was granny. Yeah, but
0: I think I think I think for you, we're gonna see it go in reverse. I think as an old man, you're just gonna be like. F at all? Maybe.
1: Bring me a bottle of Jack. Maybe. Um, but here's here's the thing. I think I would be much more if I had stayed in Bible college, and if I had gone to seminary, and if I had become a pastor, I would have all the accoutrement that I want now to be fulfilled.
0: Define that word.
1: Uh, accoutrement. Um. Other. Other. Uh, uh. The things that you accrue. Uh. Wife kids. Yeah. You know. Stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. I would have I would have I think I would have that. I think I would be still it's a good chance. I would I would still hate myself and be unfulfilled because I would be a prisoner of the bureaucracy of the church.
0: And so you could start your own church though. No, no. Cuz oh, as soon as you can. start
1: a church you have to start a bureaucracy around that church. So I think what I do now is just as fulfilling and noble as someone who's preaching from a pulpit. I do pastoral care, hundred percent every every day. If every I'm in day. the hospital,
0: are you gonna come visit me? Yeah, sure. Why Bring not? a card, sure. Why with not? sixty bucks in it from the widows fund. Yeah. Okay. Good.
1: Uh, I mean, well, you saw well how how make, well I did make, when you make it a few more bucks than sixty. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I what, what are least, you gonna say? You not, saw not, how pa- well. Pastoral care, but at least counseling, um, <laughs> yeah, at sure. least at least counseling. Um, sure. But I I refuse to be surrounded by do it within the bureaucracy
0: of any sort of church. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it, which in, is why in, in our lifetimes, just, just, I'd like just, to see a crash of the economic system. Yeah, because because then the people like you are the only ones that are going to matter. Oh, it's game on because yeah. because the Joel Osteens now uh, that's just a name. But yeah. you you know what it represents, and for our listeners, that represents the church. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. They're going to be as wildly misplaced as the next guy. Yeah. Uh, truly so. Yeah. And I, I highly doubt that in the event of an economic or socioeconomic or societal crash of some sort or downfall, mm-hmm. I highly doubt the Joel Osteens of the world, again, representing the church, I highly doubt that they will... They will be standing on whatever platform destitute of food and basic shelter and survival preaching yeah. Jesus. I could be wrong. No, they're I go- could be wrong. They're going to be, but,
1: hu- they're going to be holed up in their mansions.
0: <laughs> but if I had to guess again, I, I and, and I think at, at that point with that type of circumstance, with that type of situation, some sort of societal socioeconomic crash. Yeah. I think it's, it's the people like you who would be championing a Jesus that, that, no one knew about Yeah um, maybe Again not. I could be wrong Yeah But <laughs>
1: um, Shamanism I think that's closer To what it is
0: I had a friend Call me a shaman You know who the I mean Dano, mm-hmm. He called yeah. me a shaman It was a very interesting Question that he asked me too When he When he said You're a shaman With these sorts of things mm-hmm. And I was like oh, Okay
1: Oh shaman just means like
0: Like the oracle like The s- matrix
1: Kind of uh, spiritual advisor, the Oracle. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's about time you change that Twitter handle from at suburban underscore wizard to at oracle. No, it's going <laughs> to stay suburban wizard. That's what I am, suburban wizard. Suburban wizard. Yeah, Grand Wizard of the KKK. I'm not but a he grand doesn't wizard. want anybody to know that. Yeah, uh,
1: I told I told this girl at work the other day. She's been there, she's been working there for like three or four weeks. Uh huh. Um. Uh. Yeah, she she was made some comment about my my chef's coat and I'm like, "Oh, I got to go. I got to go change. I'm going to change my my robes. And I just said robes for some reason. She's like, "Robes?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah. My you didn't know. I'm a grand wizard of the KKK." You know, I got the robes and the hat and everything. <laughs> She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, you know, and but the robes and the hat aren't just all, all the uniform, you know. Was a grand wizard, you know. you have a big old pair of clown shoes. I'll <laughs> put underneath it. the The mental image of of someone dressed in full KKK regalia with the giant wearing a giant two foot long clown shoes <laughs> is uh, that mental image. Yeah, I like that it's image. Great. Um, him just walking along with the torch, like trying to act nonchalant in the clown shoes with the huge clown shoes. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> hard there, to walk in those things. There's a bit. There's. Let's put it on YouTube. Uh, speaking of robes, though, so we're—you we, heard me discuss it earlier. I don't think either one of them listen to the podcast any—well, any, any, any well, more for the one. I don't think the other one ever has. So screw it. Um, we're f- it. <laughs> f- it. <laughs> We're going to be. I hope I'll have time to edit this. Well, we, we said "fug," not not. Yeah, we did. Fug it. Fug it. Fug it. Fug. 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 Um, we, we're going to be moving in with uh, my wife's sister. Mm-hmm. My sister in law. <laughs> and so we're really thinking this out. We're you know, where she's gonna be, where we're gonna be, who's gonna pay what, where the mm-hmm. where, you know, her is gonna go, our furniture, the TVs, et cetera, et cetera. They're thinking of they're ironically, they're thinking of it way more than I am. Like <laughs> the, Yeah, because you're the one who has to pay for all of it. It's it's Saturday when we're discussing this. I'm sitting there playing Xbox, just you know, blasting ones and zeros in my neurons at the same time. Yeah, and and they're they're having this you know all these conversations of this TV and that TV and the sofa and can go here and yada yada yada. And they're like, her her sister, my wife's sister. She's like, she's like, do you have any concerns? Like, do you you legit? Like, what's what's you know what what are your thoughts? Um, and, and. truly my only concern and 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 i and i said this i said i said um if you see a sock on the door don't come in Uh just like that and 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 you know my wife kind of chuckled or whatever and and she was like no no no, seriously like you and i was like that's that's really it i mean i think metaphorically i just meant personal boundaries but but that's you know i that's that's really my only concern i i I know her i don't don't, i'm not really concerned about living with her and, uh, and then, and then she's like, well, if you see a sock on my door and I was like, I'll come right in. <laughs> but, uh, and then they were asking about all this kind of stuff and, and, and what have you. But, uh, no, that's, that's, that's my only concern. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh no robes. Okay. <laughs> so then she's like, she's like, you're going to have to, um, you're going to have to get a robe. Cause I don't want to, you know, I don't want any, or she's like, we're, we're all going to have to wear robes cause I don't want any, you know, out of the shower sort of events and i said i said i'll i will change what i do now which is what i do now is get out of the shower dry off in the bathroom and then proceed from the bathroom to my bedroom naked i will change that and accompany it with some shorts but i i told her i said i am not wearing a robe i said probably five times over my 27 years i've gotten a robe for christmas and i have never put it on because to me robes are just the sweatiest most awful piece of clothing that you could possibly wear Hmm. and i refuse to wear one Hmm. and it doesn't really relate but when you said robes that's what popped in my head (laughs) anecdote from a couple days ago yeah anyhow uh wow that that got pretty serious there for a second but uh i've known you for a while matt you're a good dude uh I can't believe I've never told you that story before. I can't believe it either, and I'm just coming to terms with it. And so, Like I said, so much makes sense. But uh, I will say this, too. You and I have a unique relationship mm-hmm. in that, and, uh, you know, no, none of us knows the future, in that most friendships or relationships or romantic relationships that I know of come to a point where they dissolve over something really ridiculous. mm mm-hmm. You have crashed with me, yeah. Uh, a couple months on my on my couch, during which time you made food. You have, uh, but in return, you've 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 given me assistance in other ways. You yeah. know, that I don't need to go into detail about, and 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 also the assistance when you live with me. I mean, that food. Oh my god! Well, first off, <laughs> there's it, one thing you can do on this planet: it's cook,
1: Matt. <laughs> well, the, the key to a good friendship is also not to keep track.
0: Exactly, and I any was just thinking about that. In like, a
1: good friendship or relationship, it's the key: is you do not keep track of shit. Yeah, you don't keep track of things.
0: Yeah, and that's. I was thinking about us, and I was like, "This really is the only relationship." And it's a little bromance note here. Uh-huh. This is really the only relationship among my friends, uh, or whatever, that is that is quite like that, because most people do that. And if not, if not you may be face to face with somebody, one person and then, and then with their other, with other friends, whatever you're like, Oh man, Matt's always riding my slacks. One says, once that. Or, yeah. I give him this and even say, thanks, whatever, you know, but, but we're, we're totally, it's just, it just really is like all on the table. And you know, if you said, Hey man, I need a ride here or whatever or whatever, you know, I'd, I'd really try and do it if I could. And, and you'd do the same. And I know that. Mm-hmm. And that's, Makes me happy, Matt. Just have a little moment here.
1: Uh, good friendships, I don't think, are built on reciprocity. You know, that no. being, you give me something, I give you something else.
0: Well, I think they are, but like you said, an unspoken, untracked. Just, I, I know you're my friend, so you're going to do what, what's best for me, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And, I, and I'm going to do the same for you, yeah. I think, I think, good relationships, romantic relationships, are built on that, yeah, too. So, if only my wife had stopped asking for money, then we'd be there. But. <laughs>
1: Well, it's the nature of a wife, sir.
0: Mm, indeed, I was listening to last week's episode where I called my son the p-word. Uh huh. And you, the shock, the shock that was in your voice was so pronounced. <laughs> you were so blown away that I just so flippantly called my son the p-word. Yeah, I mean, it's great. You were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> anyhow, anyhow, um, okay, from St. Louis, getting to some real stuff here. Some real talk. Uh, some real talk, as if as if all that wasn't real. But uh, this is from St. Louis again, it's our our local town, by Jim Gallagher, Gallagher of uh, STL Today, St. Louis Post Dispatch. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the story, and this was I was blown. I clicked on this. I was blown away. I mean, but it's true. Um. Okay. Headline. <laughs> She borrowed $100 and paid back 3592
1: Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. see this? I, I, I saw the headline. I read a little bit. It was through the comments and stuff. Yeah. Um, was it, it was a credit card or a payday loan?
0: Erica Hollins borrowed $100 in 2006 at the Loan Express store yep. on Olive Street downtown. Mm-hmm. By 2011, which was what, 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. That's five yep. years. Yep. By 2011, she had paid back 3592 dollars garnished from her wages at a nursing and retirement home. <laughs> I, I I think that's interesting to know too. It's not like she's working at a Burger King. Yeah, you yeah. know. Uh she might still be paying today had she not found a lawyer to try to stop it. She wasn't and isn't the only one in that fix. Other people who borrow small amounts in St. Louis end up paying 50 to 60 times the original amount borrowed through wage garnishments. One poor fellow borrowed $80 and ended up owing about $25,000 according to court findings. Filings. holding their noses judges of the missouri court of appeals last month ruled that the big garnishment against hollands was legal under state law the result quote seemed egregious and would likely shock the conscience of the average person wrote presiding judge kurt odenwald who said the judges were quote very sympathetic to hollands the case shows the quote inherent injustice in these lending arrangements wrote judge robert dow jr he called it a quote clear example of predatory lending in other words, shockingly egregious predatory injustice is allowed under Missouri law, and judges must uphold it. Here's how these things happen. Holland's borrowed $100, agreed to pay it back in five monthly payments of $31, totaling $155. Which, for a $100 payday loan, paying 150 it's what you can expect. As it says in the loan contract, that's an annual interest rate of 199.7%. Again, yeah, it's what you get for going to a place with bars on the windows for 100 bucks. You know, I'm not looking down on it, but...
1: Uh, well, I have a different, uh, I have a different uh, take on that. But go ahead.
0: She made the first payment, knocking the principal down a bit, but never made the other four. So some of this mess is Holland's fault, as the judges noted. She had every opportunity to pay it off, said Michelle Drake, the lawyer representing Loan Express. In court documents, Loan Express said it made 50 attempts to contact Holland's by phone and mail over 15 months in 2006 and 2007. It's not worth suing over a small debt, but the clock kept running on the interest at 199%. That adds up fast. By June 2009, the debt was $729. Loan Express tacked on a late fee and other charges and sued Hollins for $924. Hollins didn't show up in court. In depositions, she said she never learned of the suit. A St. Louis County judge entered a judgment and a garnishment against her wages. An odd thing happens in such cases. A garnishment can only take so much from a person's pay. With interest running at 199%, and this is... With interest mm-hmm. running at 199%, the garnishment sometimes isn't enough to cover over the rapidly compounding interest. Yep. So the debt gets bigger, even as the debtor is paying. <laughs> in effect, the debtor becomes a bound servant of the lender, paying in per- perpetuity with courts cracking the whip. You'll never pay it off. They garnish you for the rest of your life. So Rob Swearingen, an attorney with Legal Services of Eastern Missouri, a non-profit group that represents poor people. Garnishments in Missouri can take 25% of a single person's wages and 10% from someone with dependents. Yeah. Um Jeez, and they give three more examples here. Payday oh, payday loans
1: uh should be illegal. Those places should be illegal. Um they exist only to take advantage of people who need money in the short term. You don't have enough money in your bank account to cover rent. You know, you need an extra 100 bucks. So you go to payday loan place, they give you the extra 100 bucks against um, you know, a post-dated check. And then you pay down the interest, well you're paying two or three times the amount almost across the board of the amount of money that you you borrowed yeah um and it it it's it's it gets people in trouble um it, it's it's predatory they they know what they're doing it's it's people who th- th- these businesses are set up just to take advantage of people who don't have enough money. I'm just watching the Ant Man trailer. I am watching the Ant Man trailer. Transfixed by it. I don't know if I want to um, say it or not. It's people who don't have enough money. So, so it's 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 set up completely to take take advantage of someone someone's socio economic position, like the fact that for they're sure. poor. Yeah. So we're going to give them something that's almost enough for them to get to to not be poor for about five minutes, but then we're going to keep them even more poor for the next year. Or six months,
0: eight years in this lady's case, or what what have you? Uh, but see, the thing is, like, what, like, what would be the like if they were illegal? How how would you make it illegal? Would you would you would you outlaw a certain percentage rate on on yeah like you loans at, or yeah? You, and you, you
1: also have a statute limitation. Say like
0: sixty percent is the maximum interest you can charge so we'll, for uh, amounts under ten thousand or whatever uh, or something or what?
1: Yeah, I, I would say sixty percent at like a a year, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm is the is the total amount and but the the only the only you see these places pop up and you go into one of them and I've used them before I have. You go into one of them, don't mm-hmm. don't ever do it. Don't ever do it. No. Go into one of them and it's it's almost like uh one of the fly-by-night organizations They just pop up out of nowhere. Like the,
0: roofers after a hailstorm. The
1: the well the, the the furniture's all cheap. Yeah. You know, and there's not much of it and they're-
0: Well, they're going to make their money
1: it's all it's all like a pop-up organization that yeah. that the people who started it didn't put any money into the business okay and all they're doing is paying rent space and they're in the community yeah. specifically to fleece the people in the community <laughs> um yeah. and if you look you look in St. Charles yeah for exa- example our hometown um casino went up and a about five years, loan five years you know, later, that. payday loan places all over the place. Yeah, uh, go, go, go! Look on like there have been a Google lot of studies done about casinos. Yeah, go on Google Street View and look at wherever there's a liquor store. Yeah, it's probably going to be a payday loan place right around the whole. General or sometimes area.
0: a liquor store that cashes checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it, it, there's been a lot of data that surrounding casinos, which actually, uh, this, oh, they're
1: not good. They're not good for anybody except for the people who run them and the wealthy around them.
0: Yeah, this this uh, this harkens to uh, '90s politics, but, but I believe I guess it was a Maristar. I don't know. I mm-hmm. or, or what was the one downtown before it was Lumiere? I don't know. But there was one, right? Like, a, or yeah, I uh, don't well, know. And, and Harris, I guess, went in. Well, now it's Hollywood Casino. But my parents protested the coming of the casino mm-hmm. um, with a with an action group <laughs> called Casino. So did and, mine. And then, and then, yeah, exactly. So you Which know, is the reason
1: why they failed is because of that terrible name. Probably. Well, casino, come on.
0: <laughs> but, uh, no, it's... And they... Some of the information that they tried to sort of pass out and, and, and be a voice for during that time period, I remember, I mean, it was... Yeah, when casinos come in, the the standard of living goes down and, mm-hmm. and the poor get poorer. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'll go to the, I live right by America casino. I'll go in every now and again, you know, just because it's a place to drink that's, you know, at midnight, you know, if you want to or whatever, you know, I, I'll go from time to time, but, uh, yeah, it really is. And even, but even when you go in there, it's like, it's a ton of old people just mm-hmm. sitting there putting quarter after quarter. in. yeah, I mean, and and the funny thing is, you know, because I'll go with uh, one particular buddy and sometimes my brother or a couple other buddies or whatever. And it's like, oh, you know, if we're up or we're down or whatever, you know, talk about it. But it's like, for sure, for sure. I mean, not even using like any strong degree of math here, but for sure, we're more often down than we're up. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Number one. Number two. Um. And what I always like tell my buddies and stuff, you know, because I'll I'll tell myself um, I'm I'm taking or I'm, I got twenty bucks cash and that that's it, you know, yeah. and and I'll have because to me it's like entertainment, like I'd spend that twenty bucks to go see a movie and eat a popcorn. I'll spend that twenty bucks on a beer and and put it in a machine. And if it turns into forty, good for me. If it doesn't, I spent that on entertainment, and that's that's all I spent. And
1: that on. that's what people are hypothetically. That's what everyone does when they go you know, to the casino. Yeah,
0: them. but it's it is designed to make money. Like that's that's what people forget. Yeah you know like uh, oh it's it's random or it's chance or maybe this time could be my time well it's that place exists to take money okay <laughs> period hey, here's hence where the we... hotel rooms hence the drawing for Escalades and so forth here's here's you know? here's the reasoning that we have <laughs> hey, here, here's here's,
1: okay. here's by the, the way here's the, never the, one an Escalade the reality of the situation not one
0: time not one Escalade um,
1: alcohol companies mm-hmm. okay people who make alcohol no. promote it Budweiser, InBev, all these companies, they make their money. They don't make their money on the guy who has a six-pack once a week. (laughs) They make their money on a guy who has a 12-pack every night. Okay? They're banking on abuse. They're banking on 20, 15, 15, 10, 25%, whatever, of the people who use the product becoming addicted to it.
0: Yeah. Same way with tobacco.
1: Okay except that addiction rates are much higher with tobacco. It's the same way with casinos. It's the same way with freemium gaming. <laughs> Matt, Matt. Okay. You're talking about something that's near and dear to my heart. I know. But Clash of Clans doesn't care. It do- They don't make any money off of, of the average user. They make money off of the 2 to 3 to 4% of people who are going to spend $100 on Clash of Clans in a month. That's where they make their money. Oddly
0: specific number you bring up there, Matt.
1: What oddly specific? You feeling you feeling guilty about something, bro? Continue feeling guilty about. Just move on. Hmm? Anyway,
0: I love Clash. Mm. I love Clash.
1: So so that's what the casino is banking on. They're banking on the 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 ten percent of the people who go into the casino and can't stop gambling. Yeah, who tell themselves a win is right around the corner. A win is right around the corner. A win is right around the corner. Um, that's how they make their money so it's it's predatory um just like uh just like payday loans right the those payday loan places they might have somebody who they they don't want you to borrow money for a week and pay them right back, yeah they make money on the people who can only pay ten dollars a week back fifteen dollars a week back, like this lady, yeah, and who spend then spend the next year paying down interest on what should have been um you know a $150 expense for them. Yeah. So.
0: Well, and then they screw somebody. And, and the funny thing is the garnishment, like, I always had it in my mind, like, don't you get some kind of like, like, don't you have to sign at all for a garnishment? No. Or can they, a judge they just, just say. It.
1: They just do it. They just do it.
0: Because that kind of worries me because, you know, they, they toss around that word when they call me about my student lunch now. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Yep. Mm. They do it. Very concerning.
1: That's why. That's why my real name and my legal name two different things. <laughs> uh, and I don't tell people my real name. You know,
0: I heard about an article in the New York Times about people. Like, there's a certain number of people, or some people that, like, once the government thinks you're dead, mm-hmm. you it's very hard to get out of that. Yeah, and people do that sometimes to aid with identity theft. And I don't. I don't know how. I guess by making somebody dead, then you can execute their estate or whatever, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. But, uh,
1: Oh man, if somebody did that to me, I would be like, if somebody no, was so, like, yeah, that's what, as like, soon as
0: I heard it, I was like, I was like, Matt would pay to have that. Exactly. If somebody killed me on like, paper, like literally he, he would, you would probably save up a thousand dollars if that's, if that was the price. If I said for a thousand dollars, I can make you dead to every legal entity. You'd be like I, I, every paycheck now. Yeah. No, no cigarettes, no weed, no beer. Just every cent mm-hmm. <laughs> beyond the basis of living expenses, yeah. you would totally save for oh, that absolutely, do it.
1: <laughs> absolutely.
0: It's amazing to me.
1: My god, if I could, I, if yeah. I could make Matt Hume dead on paper,
0: <laughs> like you're you're sitting there, just like <laughs> it's like it's like the 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 casual agnostic anarchist's wet dream. And you're just sitting there just reveling in it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would still have to figure out how to use a name to have, you know, a job and stuff. But
0: <laughs> but that's child's play. Because I want a I mean, job. Yeah, exactly. Me- I mean, you know how many Mexicans I've worked with that just paid somebody $30,000 for their papers that went through E-Verify? Like, come
1: on. $30,000 for their papers? No. All you need is a fake ID and a fake social security number or a fake social security card and you're yeah, there. Yeah,
0: but, the- but those are expensive, though, because they have to be... If you're applying to a company that has E-Verify, mm-hmm. like that's... that's
1: When have I ever worked for a company that has E-Verify, Addison? When was the last time I did that? Probably with me. Probably with Applebee's. Yeah. Uh, you think Hendrix had E-Verify? Come on.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe... Um, Applebee's. Applebee's with the on, last though. place. on, You've worked... Hold on. Serious. Llewellyn's?
1: I, I doubt it. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was probably the last place then. <laughs> well, there you go. Get yourself a. I mean, I, I've browsed social security numbers available for purchase on the deep web. Nah. Get you one of those. Nah, I don't want to do that. Um. Yeah. Well, you would have to quit your current job because what do you do? Just go in one day and be like, "Oh, this is my new name and new social." No, because you can do that now. No,
1: I have just keep going on with with the old stuff.
0: Oh, so then the old guy would get taxed, but he doesn't exist. But he's like, he doesn't
1: exist. He's dead.
0: Creed Bratton doesn't get in debt. Yeah. When Creed Bratton gets in debt, he transfers all his debt, and he holds up that fake ID. Ah, good stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Just under an hour. I don't know if I've got uh... <laughs> I had a story here, and really it's centered around his mugshot, but this Florida guy that got arrested for stealing over $2 million worth of Legos.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. Florida man has been arrested and charged with a bevy of crimes after an extensive undercover operation <laughs> revealed his theft of more than 2 million dollars in simple Fun Lego products. The Florida man, Ignatius M. Polara,
1: so 2 million dollars in Lego products, so he stole what? 75, 80 bricks maybe? <laughs> that stuff is expensive, dude.
0: Uh <laughs> according to authorities Polara used the seven like figure the smallest well. smallest
1: set you can buy, like the small How much do you think like you remember the small Oh, he Legos- sold them. You remember the small Lego sets we had when we were kids? Oh wow. Yeah. Like the small the small ones the boxes were like yeah, this yeah, yeah, big. Yeah, yeah,
0: like the tiny, and it was like literally like 15 blocks if that. Uh, yeah, a
1: couple dozen blocks maybe yeah. with like a minifigure in there and stuff like that. Yeah, the one dude. Okay, how much who was do you think those cost whatever it was? Do you think those cost now? Now? Yeah. I don't know, 8 bucks. We when we were kids they cost 4 or 5 bucks maybe at most. Yeah. 2 or 3. Yeah. Okay. Uh no, 15. Are you serious? Yeah, those I, little boxes. I bought a little Millennium Falcon with a Han Solo minifig, <laughs> and it cost well, me fifteen dollars.
0: Star Wars, though,
1: same price. It's the same price.
0: Well, there's a buck or two on there for Lucas. You know there is.
1: But Lego, Lego doesn't pay pay those companies a lot of money to, to license to make their stuff. To license, for sure they do. No. No, those companies pay Lego to license their stuff. Are you kidding me? Do you know how much money Lego makes worldwide? They're one of the largest toy companies in the world. Period. Full stop.
0: No, well, you might be right. if
1: not the largest. Okay. No. And they're they're into like no no Lego Lego isn't paying a f- ton of money. I'm so, sorry, Lego isn't paying a fug ton of money. A fug
0: ton. That's right. A fug ton. Uh, to it's a new unit of measurement. Yes. A f- a fug. It, it, it means f- load.
1: yes. <laughs> means a f- lot yeah uh lego isn't is paying those people all that money you don't think make, so to yeah to to have the license to make their product no no they're 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 i think, they do. I think it's an even split
0: what now Who like marvel why are there so many like movies right now
1: because it's the all-star game oh it's the all-star game so commercial breaks are like three times as i want to
0: see this too this uh, trailer for fantastic four I know you don't like hero movies, but apparently so that's, that's all we make. That's anymore. the third reboot
1: of Fantastic like, do Four. Do we do in the past we make years? movies
0: other than hero movies, Matt? Because I don't know of any.
1: No, you know that Spider Man <laughs> is about to get his fourth reboot in the past ten years. he they're rebooting the whole thing.
0: No, no, he's already been rebooted with the, that kid from Social Network.
1: Nope, nope.
0: That's he's gone now too. Again. Yep, they're rebooting it again. It's in my life that's four reboots on one story. I feel yep. as though that's a bit excessive. And you know what? Do I'll you? tell do you this. Feel that's excessive. I do feel it's excessive. Do you? I'll tell you this too. You know what you know what's going on here? Sony bought Spider Man, right? We all know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're the ones that did the the But Disney owns Marvel. What's his face. Well, exactly. Disney owns Marvel and the rights to all those Avengers characters and Age of Ultron mm-hmm. and, and Fantastic Four and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And what Sony's doing is sitting back and watching these Marvel movies make a fug ton of money, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting here going, "Why isn't our Spider-Man franchise doing that?" Yeah, and it's just because I, I don't know why. I mean, I thought th- I thought this next reboot was here's okay. The thing. I read I read something. People else. Read, people just don't see those movies like they're seeing the Marvel movies. Read a and they comment. Want to cash
1: in. Read a comment on, it, on Reddit the say. other day about about this. Is that Peter Parker and Spider-Man are not a bang him up end of the end of the movie fight scene superhero. He's a reporter. And he's his power is that he can crawl over a bunch of stuff and get real high <laughs> and, and swing the, around. And the, yeah, and the swinging. Yeah. Okay, the but web. his power is not that he can with the with the jizz wrists. Yeah, and that he's he's, <laughs> he's 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 really athletic. Yeah, and then he can jump around all over the place and people yeah. can't catch him. But right, you if I could punch Spider Man and knock him out easily, okay.
0: Wow!
1: No, no, I'm serious.
0: Super that, strength is a part of his. That's that stands. That,
1: that's yes, but not the super strength to take a punch. <laughs> that's Stan Lee's whole thing with with Spider Man. Is he was supposed to be a weak superhero who would do terribly in a fight, but really good in almost every other thing. So if if you wanted, so Spider Man is a spy. Okay, mm-hmm. he's a spy. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to slink around and take pictures, and you don't notice him because he's. Up in the corner, in the shadows, in his web, just waiting for bad guys to come along. Yeah, but he's not the Hulk. He's not Captain America. He's not Tony Stark. Okay, he's not. He's not a fighter. He's not an Avenger. He's not Superman.
0: There you go. He's not Batman. Yeah, I'm on board. So when you try to you try, to, you no try hero to make I you care about.
1: so the only interesting story that you since he's not that uh-huh, the yeah, only yeah. interesting story that people that Hollywood is powers this, that be. Think that that they can do with Spider Man because you, re- you 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 is 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 his origin story. you, yeah. you give Spider Man an origin story, and Uncle Ben. And, you, know, you have Uncle Ben die all this the other stuff. You bring along doing Mary the right Jane. Yep, yeah, and, and then yeah. or Gwen Stacy. And then yeah. then oh, which one is it going to be? They're he's both finally, hot. Yes,
0: he's he, Emma Stone. That's who. so
1: the 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 only real story <laughs> that you have with Spider Man from a Hollywood point of view is high school. Spider Man becoming Spider Man. No. But once you get him to become Spider-Man, how do you make him an interesting character? You can't have him... You can, he can't be involved in all these huge fight scenes because it doesn't make sense. Anyway, I spent like three minutes talking about something I don't give a fuck about. Oh, I don't fog. give a fuck <laughs> about Spider-Man. Well, okay. I, I honestly don't. I just discussed him. I just realized that. I spent three minutes ex- <laughs> explaining this, this great this Back theory about Spider-Man. I don't
0: care. Back to Ignatius. Uh, hails from Tamarok, Florida, but didn't limit his thievery to the greater Miami area. He told toys that he's lifted Legos and other valuable toys from all 50 states. So imagine that. <laughs> they get him in the room. He's like, I've stolen toys from all of the great 50 states. Belara has actually already done time for the incredible number of Lego thefts which he'd been found guilty. 2012 was his most prolific year and authorities say the Florida man ran a lucrative online resale business after swiping the goods in store. According to authorities, Pallari used the seven-figure lucre well. He, quote, financed financed lavish worldwide travel with proceeds from his shoplifting. Well, at least he was doing it right. Right? He was caught after becoming dependent.
1: (laughs) He was caught after what?
0: I'm reading this word for word. He was caught after becoming dependent upon a Toys R Us rewards card. how what do you mean exactly that's my question there's no (laughs) i i i don't know um
1: Because like he went through all of his liquid assets besides his Toys yeah. R Us rewards card,
0: and I guess they sell like Cheetos and stuff there. Like hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm I just I scanned the rest of the article and there's no, there's no. uh... But if he was stealing them, why would he need
1: a rewards card?
0: I don't know. I yeah, <laughs> it's um it's a big mystery how this rewards card comes into play. Polara, ever the charmer, responded thusly. Uh, the judge agreed and increased his bail from 125,000 to 2,000 on July 3rd after his reincarceration re-incar- because they said he was a flight risk. The judge further instructed the Florida man that should he make the bail, he'd be required to wear an ankle monitor before leaving prison. <laughs> Polara, ever the charmer, responded thusly: "Having an ankle monitor would be beautiful. I could stay home and take care of my mother, who's in hospice."
1: <laughs> Just let the guy go. He didn't. This do anything is the wrong. world's
0: most unique man, for certain. Florida man yeah for yeah that's about explains it um it's time I, i think it is uh nice little show matt got a duty pick he's a great dude which we covered for about 20 minutes and heard a very interesting story about your origin story yeah when when you die, Matt, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna please don't I'm please gonna do write not a graphic li- novel. Please do not license my life story to any anything or anyone uh, other than me. No, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna license anybody, man. No. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna cash in on that cash uh, I, cow. You know what? I need to put that in a will right and now. Not cow because you're overweight.
1: Uh, I no, I need to put that in a will right now. It's like no one gets to have the life rights to me. Please don't do that, Matt.
0: I uh, look my son in the <clears> eyes when you consider denying me licensing rights. Okay. Because th- that's the difference no. between that's the difference between him going to a public school or a private school. Because <laughs> God knows you're only going to eat me about sixty grand.
1: No, <laughs> I'm not going to leave you anything. I'm not leaving for anything for I'm gonna, anybody. I'm going to
0: sell you to a subsidiary of DC, which is like, you know, two nerds that write comic books and that's it. Mm. With the world's worst like inking and. <sighs> All right, ever.
1: everybody in Audio Land,
0: it's been fun. This has been. A good show. It's going to be called. It's going to be the graphic novel is going to be called Schlub Man, <laughs> Sh- <laughs> <laughs> the Revenge of Schlubby. <laughs> it's going to be called Schlub Man, <laughs> and then you're going to be on the front with. I know your beer's empty. We're wrapping up. You're going to be on the front. Just you're going to look a little bit like Mister Incredible the first time you got back in the suit. <laughs> okay. I can deal with it. Yeah, and it's gonna be called Man and it's gonna have those glasses, and uh, and and and. But your alter ego is gonna be wearing that faded, torn up Harvard—the the exact same thing I wear every day. Yeah, yeah. And then, but you're also being a chef's coat from time to time. <laughs> it's gonna be so accurate. Yep. And then you're gonna have a handsome, good friend. But anyways, um, leave it to your imagination who that would represent. Uh, thank you for listening, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Played by Paul Giamatti in the in the inevitable biopic, yeah, that will follow. No, uh, <laughs> damn, I really want to be played by Paul Giamatti now, man. <laughs> you, you you you've now given me something to live for. See, this is what you're so good at. Yep. Um, at Addison Todd on Twitter, that's me. Uh, at Suburban Underscore Wizard on Twitter, that's Matt. Facebook dot com slash give that some thought give that some thought dot com will take you to all our links iTunes Stitcher uh, mm-hmm. RSS feed all that good stuff leave us a review send us an email we'll read them on the show that's a guarantee it still exists continue to send Matt poo picks not going to give out the number again but yeah. as a diligent listener I, I really would like Matt to have more duty pics.
1: I'll narrow it down for you it's the end of either episode fifty three or fifty
0: eight. Not sure which. I can't think remember. You were just too high to tell whether the eight was like half of an eight or not, and that's why you're unsure whether it was fifty three or fifty maybe, eight. Maybe, maybe. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh yeah, they're remaking Man from Uncle. I tell you that.
1: Who cares? Who yeah. cares? Who cares? Everybody out there in all the air land.
0: This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.